Y'all think I'm just a sap, a chump, dumbass, whatever you may think. But you know what? You. You. Every last one of you who has expressed hate against me, you're the shitheads. I am not. I'm straight. I'm straight. You're the homos. Every last one of you. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. And I am Harrison. You know, I just want to mm-hmm. throw this out there and like, issue a little forewarning. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I have a bit of a rotundo today. Was out very late last night at the Torture Garden, which Harrison mm-hmm. was supposed to go to. When you're there, your family. Your family. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I ended up going to an event that mm-hmm. we, we had press passes mm-hmm. for. Harrison flaked at the last minute. Mm-hmm. I don't, did, did you just not want to go because you didn't want to have to get dressed up in like a, like a fetish wear outfit or something? Yeah, that was a big part of it. <laughs> Well, it was funny because also I, I'm like you know, agoraphobe. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm raging I'm like, agoraphobe. I would say I'm about sixty five percent of the way to falling apart completely. So, didn't dressing up in you know latex, <laughs> a latex singlet or whatever just did not appeal to me. Well, so. this torture garden mm. thing, <clears throat> we go into detail on uh, mm. the Patreon page. You can learn a little bit more about it there but it was like this it's this big fetish event international fetish ball thing that they do in different cities and i got press passes for it and so mm. we we're gonna go and i didn't even think about it i didn't even think about a dress code i just kind of assumed that you could just wear a suit yeah. like a black okay. tie and a suit because that's typically what you have to wear i mean some people go all out and if you look at their website some people are wearing like horns and latex craziness I don't know, I didn't think about it, but on their site, if you go to their website, they have an etiquette that's strictly enforced, like a dress code and etiquette strictly enforced. It's like no suits, no jeans, um, no t-shirts, it's, it's this whole thing. So I was like trying to go around to get a mask and to get all mm. this crap, and then I was thinking we were gonna go, and then you're like, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, fucking A. Mm. And so we end up going, whatever. We talk about it. I was it. looking for any excuse not to go. <laughs> like the fact that you got press passes was like, shit now i have to go to this you know you know it was it was entertaining mm. uh we go into detail about it on patreon but um mm. you know i was trying to do something nice for you harrison there's like yeah. lots of lots of women out there mm-hmm. um that are kind of uh you know your type your type of lady mm-hmm. it was at this at this event it's not thinking, a place you go to meet women though just so i don't you know. know i mean there were there were a lot of girls dressed in uh very revealing latex outfits again and gimp yeah, masks sure but but i was thinking okay. you know this might be a good thing and then then i thought because i was thinking about it you know i totally missed your birthday i totally missed your birthday right your birthday was in august uh, i think you're in europe yeah and it's a milestone birthday wasn't it your 40th milestone <sighs> birthday what are you, you a woman? It I want people to miss it what are you, you a know? woman you know what no i was age? giving up at birth i don't like talking about my fucking birthday man all right. You well, know. Anyway, I wanted fuck to. Fuck you. I want to commemorate it, and uh, oh, I want to give you a gift. And I got you a gift. I, you know, I was thinking maybe the mm-hmm. fetish ball and the gift, but regardless, I got you a you? gift out of the. Yeah. Because you know, I feel like this uh-huh. is something that you need. 
It's something that uh, you've wanted for a long time. I've searched long and hard, scoured the internet okay. for a special gift for you um, because you are my beloved co-host. <laughs> but I can't even uh, deliver the bullshit. <laughs> anyway, I got you this gift, so here you go. You gotta open it. Uh-huh. This is something I think that you're gonna make uh, good use of, something that you've wanted for a while. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's all right. The Auto Blow AI. Did you actually buy this, or did that no. guy actually send it in? He sent it. I he totally forgot about this. Do oh, wow. I interviewed yeah. the guy back in February? Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, "Yeah, when they come out, I'll yeah. send you one." I okay. forgot all about it. And then last week in the mail, mm. I get this big box. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I open it up. I'm like, "Holy shit!" The guy actually sent me one of these. I was ready to like jump over the table at you, depending on what this was. But. <laughs> What do you uh, think it was a Batman butt plug? I I don't know what it was, but that would have been all right too, I guess. But you know, are you going to try this thing? Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, he sends this to me Mm. with this letter. That's why I was thinking this is a good Mm. gift for you. Because I mean, dude, you have this raggedy, tattered fleshlight you've had for years. You might as well replace it with this. Is like a Mercedes Benz of fleshlights. Yeah, Yeah, I thought that guy just totally flaked, and it was like, "Yeah, totally send you one." And then he never did. It took him a long time. It's not even out yet. It Comes Mm. out September twenty sixth. This thing has sixteen different settings. Right. But what you got to do is, uh, he said, "In so this is like, dear one of thirty journalists receiving Mm. this unusual package. Mm -hmm. Inside this box, you will find a sample auto blow AI. Mm. Um, You know, these things cost like two hundred bucks." Probably going to go with the teasing slow stroke. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's very expensive. Um, so prior to this... Like, yeah, no, this is like hardcore. It's got like a fucking, you know, it's like a whole thing here. Look at that. And you, you know, plug it into a wall. Like, it's like, yeah, it's you good. plug this thing into the wall. Yeah, no, um, what, could go, what could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> what could go wrong? So he says it's going to be released mm. to the public on September mm. 26th. I hope you will try our device or ask a friend with a penis to try it and write about your experience. But mm-hmm. you have to publish after this 26. So I think you should write like a Facebook post about it. Okay. Your experience with the auto blow. Sure, why not? And I'll send it to him. Mm. But anyway, there you go. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I figured mm. you'd try it out. You I know, will. I remember uh, we, we got mm. a sponsorship, like maybe the third year we're doing the podcast from mm-hmm. the... I forget what it was called, like the Robo Vagina, but it was one of those USB <laughs> ones you plug in. And yeah. I gave it to Wackerly on his birthday. People, a lot of longtime listeners will remember this. Yeah. And Wackerly like said that it was broken, so he didn't mm. use it. But I guarantee that guy broke it. Mm. He said he put it in, and it was like making a weird noise, so he didn't want to try to use it. But I'm thinking you'll actually, you'll test this out. Like seriously test it out. I will. Cool. All right, mm. we'll have to get a report. Mm. Um. Anyway. Uh, moving on. Uh, so uh, you have an interesting topic that uh, Harrison brought up. Yes. I had never heard of this guy prior mm. to us discussing him. Uh, I hadn't heard of him until recently. An internet phenom, I suppose. Mm. One of those internet characters. You know, there's a lot of different internet characters. We, we covered that guy. Mm. Who's that guy that shot up a couple people? Remember that guy? Andrew Blaze. Andrew Blaze. Yeah, we covered Andrew that Blaze. guy. Yeah. This guy's kind of like an Andrew Blaze character, but he's not like violent. He hasn't murdered. Well, he is well, violent. Well, he is violent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't murdered anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking about a guy named Chris Chan. Well, formerly Chris Chan. His name now is Christine Weston Chandler. Right. Uh, she um, she uh, had gender reassignment surgery. Well, not really. Well, sort of. But taking 
hormones maybe but like hormones that she fa- found like well in she a attempted bus some diy yeah, yeah, yeah. gender reassignment um, but yeah, formerly she was known as Chris Chan. Is a well-known cartoonist, incel, and bully victim, uh, whose entire life post two thousand eight was documented in a, uh, a documentary that you can see on YouTube. We got a couple clips of it. Yeah, uh, but from what I get, from a brief su- summary here, a huge internet mob bullied this guy. Because uh, when she was a guy, when she was a guy, mm. and made fun of his uh, comic that he he made a comic called Sonichu, 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 yeah. which is like Sonic the Hedgehog meets Pikachu, uh, Pikachu <laughs> from Pokemon. <laughs> and let's let's go ahead and say that the, this person does have uh, high functioning autism. Oh yes, um, an but, uber nerd with mild autism. Is yes, I describe this guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he made this uh, this mix of Sonic the Hedgehog Pikachu called Sonichu, Sonichu, and uh, 4chan found out about it, and they just had a heyday. They just they went did. off the rails making yeah. fun of this guy, and I guess it just kind of snowballed from there. He freaked out, and uh, yeah. How did you discover this guy, Harrison? Well, um, actually, my friend Jared told me about him. He's like he's like I go down I go down a rabbit hole every now and then of just mi- internet misery and I follow what's going on with this character uh, because it's kind of one of those things where it's like, Chris Chen might be one of the most documented people in history. I mean, there's a wiki CWC wiki which is just devoted to Chris Chan. I was wondering about the CWC. And who uh, who writes that? Who a whole bunch that? of weirdos? Because there because now there there are like the people who troll him or her relentlessly. And then there are the people who there are like scholars, there are like hist- Chris Chan historians, historians you know, that who study just, him. Yeah, and they're the people who put together the wiki. And I mean, because there's probably more written on there's I don't know two thousand articles in the wiki. There's probably more written about this person than there is George Washington. And they've gotten <laughs> access to you know he gets hacked all the time, so they have access to his email. His emails are up there. Everything is up there. Um, it's 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 really kind of amazing. I mean, it is. Mm. I mean, it's, it's fascinating that mm. someone would document this guy's life like this. Mm. It almost sounds just like a, a, just an epic troll. It I mean, is like an epic troll, just troll, and it's like at first you're like, "Oh, this is not good because they're trolling a person." But actually, Chris Chen is a terrible person. He's kind of a loathsome individual. He, he really yeah, is. Yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, racist and um, he's gro- homophobic, gropey, yeah. homophobic, uh, violent. Just yeah, a terrible and person. Arrogant All and around. just kind of this terrible person. Yeah. Even his parents kind of find him terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I was trying to make you you sent me a link to the documentary and I was watching watching some of it. I think I got I kind of skipped through the childhood part because it was boring. Yeah, yeah. But the one part that I loved is the when they, it got to the point where it was like saga. Yeah. And it started discussing all these sagas he had with mm-hmm. all these different people in his life. Uh some you know, some rather interesting. Megan mm-hmm. Schroeder, this woman that he was sort of obsessed with yes who is asexual but he like kind of went uh, like he met her over a game of Yu-Gi-Oh Yu-Gi-Oh internet which if you, as uh, devotees of the show would remember that I went through a phase where I played with Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> in tournaments I'm not surprised against uh, in kids tournaments? in Chinatown wow yeah nice. little tournaments yeah and, but I mean he got more play out of it than I did apparently because you know well I he never met this met girl but yeah. she claimed she was asexual but he like stalked her and pursued her and, and harassed they her and pawed the fuck out of her yeah like I, i've actually read that entire email chain between them and it's like you need to stop touching me when we hang out over and over and over again 
Um, so yeah, my favorite guy is the guy who won the rap contest, the Parappa, the rapper. Oh yeah, contest. Adam Stackhouse. Yeah, and he threatened that it's, it's his kid and his kid's sister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he threatened to kill them. Yeah, and then when he uh, lost a Parappa the rapper yeah. con- con- contest, and then when Encyclopedia Dramatica mm. came in, it was just like full epic trolling. Yeah, after that, so. Yeah, you you uh, kind of know a little bit more about him than I do. Well, so yeah, at first he he pu- started publishing his Sonichu comics, um, and then he you know had like a weird reaction to that. What um, year was that? This was like a two thousand six or something like that. It's like all right, yeah. So 15, thirteen years yeah, ago. Let me play some uh, some video clips here. We should show that. a picture of the guy so you can kind of picture this dude. He's kind of an overweight, mm. chubby. Well, as Chris Chan, he's kind of a chubby dude. He's right. Oh my god, a horrendous looking woman. Oh yeah, kind of looks like Fat Buffalo Bill. Here's one here, but he wears this medallion, which Mm. is like, what is that? The Sonichu medallion? Um, Yes, it is. It's the. (laughs) It's made of like crayon clay, and it's not only that, but he creates this whole world with these characters, like Rose Chu. I think at one point he was actually married to this imaginary Sonic the Hedgehog character, this female Sonic the Hedgehog character. So that's that's something to think about. (laughs) Here we go. Oh yes. But those people who are watching this right now, it's just mm. take them down, please. I'm asking as mm. an innocent victim of misunderstanding, just take down your web pages mm. or add them to positively mm. better reflect my feelings. Mm. Is that his real voice, or is he doing a, person, a voice? That's his real voice. That that high pitch. Yes, it is. For your time yeah. and listening, and please remember, I'm an innocent person. Okay, so that's a little weird thing. Um, and then you have the, um, where is it? Fun here. In the wake of the Ed Page, oh, wait, people no, wanted to mock. Not that. Uh, the one where it's. Uh... Did you go like full wormhole on this? Mm, like, I did. Just, I absolutely did. For like days yeah. just studying this mm-hmm. guy? Mm. Yeah, we probably could get him on the mm. show. I just don't mm. want to speak to him personally. I don't know if this is actually working, but. Um, so let me show you some of the pictures here. Uh, yeah, he, he's a basically a big fat guy in Virginia, right? <laughs> and uh, he uh, he started doing, and then he started most of. He has these girlfriends. He has this thing called a love quest that actually got him kicked out of um, university, the the community college he was going to, because he put love up all quest. these flyers all over the all over campus where it's like. I'm looking for a white girl to, to marry or whatever, you know. It was like lonesome man yeah. looking for a, a white girl to marry yes. and have a kid, have exactly. children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not good. Um, I mean, it's like when an incel leaves her house and has a sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty bad. And uh, he, the Mary Lee Walsh, who was the, I don't know, the, head of the community college banned him for a year because he was being a freak and uh what was he doing and she became the villain of his comic strip for like the next 10 years oh in the sound of you yeah 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 was she a sonic the hedgehog type character she was a villain no she was was, uh although i think she had like i don't know fucking fox ears or some shit (laughs) you know i don't know i'm not really sure um i I guess the comic though reflected Mm. the many trials and travails Mm. of his life though Mm. like real person Mm. obstacles Mm. became antagonists so I mean the the comic reflected his life. Yeah, and uh so it was it got really weird where people would pretend to be his girlfriend. Uh <laughs> like they they get they, some of them would just do like a high pitched voice. There was one where it's like had like a 
two month relationship with him and then was like like yes i love you and then it's like haha i'm a 13 year old boy you're a pedo you pedo and hang up on him so and he's, he's just being like catfished by he was trolls. being catfished multiple wow. multiple <laughs> fucking times um in fact there's one time where he and it was like they get him to like masturbate on camera so there's videos I haven't even watched because I would I would just I'm too horrified to ever Wait, watch. Wait, these the trolls would have would oh yeah masturbate. Oh yeah, it's really not good. Real really not good for anybody uh, of him masturbating. Here's one where he, where there was like the girl Jackie who is this guy Clyde Cash did this oh, yeah. troll Clyde Cash which lasted probably one of the more epic one of the uh, longest trolls, trolls yeah. where it was like where she's Vicious like trolls. I really like Dragon Ball Z. I like the genie character Topo and I'm a big fan of. Mm, 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 by the crash test dummies. So she got him to do a video where he dresses up in blackface as the genie from Dragon Ball Z and sings a version of um, the crash test dummies song. Oh my God. So it's like my it's, worst nightmare. Here. Yeah, it's not good. Here we go. I tell you a story. Mm. It's a good story. Mm. You will enjoy story. <laughs> Once there was this boy who He's in full black was born face. with some autism and yet made a few friends but And that's that. So th that's I mean, not even sounds like a rotundo. He does. He's not. Um but you know he's something. All right. All right, where how do I stop? How do I stop it? I don't know how to stop it. I saw somebody uh yeah. I was reading that somebody would like send him a video destroying the medallion with a hammer right and yeah. he just kind of went nuts they got him to send the medallion yeah they got him to send the medallion that was horrific um and uh then there was another one where they actually got his i think this is also jackie got the login to his like sonichu website to everything that he had and they wouldn't give it back give him the credentials back unless he's saying it's okay to be gay because he hates gay people he only likes because people tease him. He's bisexual. No, he, not for. He, he says that very later. recently, but oh. he's like, I'm into chicks. Even while he's trans, he's like, I'm into chicks or whatever. He's always been very because like that Dougie thing. Like he's so afraid oh, yeah, of, of the fear of gays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got well, a fear. I think a of lot them. of rotundos have that because they yeah. can't understand it. Yeah, but, but the thing is with with Chris Chan, mm -hmm. and I think the reason it snowballed into like these massive. I mean, they were like. Yeah many websites mm -hmm. uh, bullying mm -hmm. just documenting the bullying uh, to him is because he mm. responded mm. so aggressively to all these trolls yes yeah. I mean if he just ignored them and didn't do anything I think they probably would have just let, you know, forgot about him this is one but where instead, they forced him to, yeah. to sing in some kind of weird Yoda Tom Waits voice it's okay <laughs> to be gay it's okay to be gay it's a choice in the boys in the gay way <laughs> God, he's so terrible. And he's so upset when he has to do this. So that's, yeah, that's that's pretty fun. And uh, I think the problem yeah. that Chris Chan was facing with the bullying is yeah. he didn't have a father who could backtrace these guys. Yeah, the like backtracing If he had a father important. that could backtrace and report them to the cyber police, right. this probably wouldn't have happened. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's correct. Um, yeah, so it's it's got really weird and it's like he's actually been uh arrested about twice um basically for like one point he used to go to this game store this hobby shop because he lives in charlottesville actually oh yeah and this hobby shop that's closed now but they he got banned from the hobby shop for uh basically trying to play 
he wouldn't he refused to play Pokemon against black kids because he thought they they weren't really into Pokemon and they would try to steal his Pokemon cards. <laughs> so he got kicked for he got kicked out for like racism and just like what all sorts of shit. And the guy who owned the store <laughs> banned him from the store and he kept trying to go back and then the guy was like, No, you can't come back can't come back in. So he yelled, Jew and he leaves. Oh wow. And then later he hit the guy with his car. Too. He ran he tried to run over the guy with his car. With the owner of the store. Yeah, yeah the owner of the store. Oh, wow. And he got arrested for that. Wow. And then it was yeah, like see, a, he's violent too. Yeah, it was a big court case. And then years later he got banned. This is when he grew out his hair and he was already starting to cross dress and kinda he um went into a GameStop and vandalized a display because there was a game coming out called Sonic Boom. And he didn't believe, he thought it was horrible because Sonic doesn't have blue arms, he has tan arms. Oh my God. So he went in there and started smashing, he, he was writing like threatening letters to Sega, like death threats to Sega, and he smashed this display, and they're calling the police on him, and he's like, don't call anybody, and he runs by, and he pepper sprays one of the employees at GameStop, got arrested for that. <laughs> For like assault, yes, for assault. Yeah, that's a, he's a yeah. terrible person. I wonder. Mm. I wonder what he thinks of the new Sonic movie that's coming out. Um, I'm sure he's. Yeah. I'm sure he's gonna like fucking murder somebody or run somebody <laughs> over or something. Yeah. So this guy yeah. came out with a Sonic shoe. Does he mm. still do the comic? He still does the comic, but not that much. He actually largely subsists from donations from. I saw that Patreon. trolls and people that like want to commission him to do stupid shit for them. Uh, make videos and draw things. He's and, become a bit of an internet celebrity. People cosplay him. Well, I mean, people, there, there was like somebody who made like a, I don't even know, like a 50 episode fucking animated series of the, of the Sonichu character with him in the, in the fucking thing. But you know, besides mm. his internet fame, yeah. he's, you know, he didn't really, I wouldn't say he's viral, but he's just mm. kind of an internet celebrity. Mm. He only makes like 400 bucks a month. On oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's sure not even so that much. much. Yeah. 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 I was a little surprised, yeah. but then again, it's like, what is he doing? Mm. You know? Yeah, man. So let me, let's get to this. Mm. A couple, uh, what was the deal with this Clyde cash guy? So it started with this whole ED, the Germanica saga. The trolls started making fun of his comic because they're, they were saying that you just ripped off these characters. Like, it's mm. not original. And I think at one mm. point, on a, I don't know if it's Germanica or, or 4chan or one of those sites, they <laughs> drew a bunch of his Sonichu characters having mm. gay sex. Mm. And that just, like, sent him into conniptions. He, like, flipped the fuck out over that. Yeah, yeah. And so then where did this Clyde Cash guy And then he also from? drew a picture of himself fingering Megan Schroeder which is I don't have, I'm not going to play it because we're on YouTube but it's one of the most horrific pictures I've ever oh, seen oh Megan Schroeder's the girl that yeah, he's yeah. obsessed that's with that's what led her to not speak to him anymore wow yeah. so what's the deal with Clyde Cash then he was just a troll that came in and just started ripping on him yeah did yeah. they ever like meet or anything they never or? met they never met. Did he do any of the there fake was, relationships? He did the at least. He did Pando, Panda Halo. He did. What's uh, a Panda Halo? I saw that. It here. was some chick that like, and it was like they were in a relationship, and then she. There was like some weird soap opera saga that never happened, where like Clyde Cash raped her, and then they got married, and he was, was like all upset about it. But nothing, none of nothing actually ever happened. <laughs> God, yeah, it's it's just crazy mm. to me that these mm. people have so, this much free time to go and uh, mm. you know 
ridicule this autistic guy. But it, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I want to give this guy sympathy. But then after like watching and learning about him, watching yeah. his videos, it's like I hate this guy. Yeah, he's no. a terrible person. He's pretty bad. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know if he deserves mm. to be bullied, but he mm. definitely deserves something mm. <laughs> or scorn. Mm. Uh, but then, okay, what happened? Like in 2014, this is relatively recent. He started contemplating gender reassignment surgery. Yeah, this is where it gets really This gets horrific. this gets weird, people. Yeah. Like this gets really weird. He said, this is a quote, I hate being born a male, and mm. after I have my children, Satan forbid, I'm getting an organ sex change operation. Yeah. <laughs> and so he wanted to have a kid, a child named Crystal. Yeah. That was a character in his comics for years and years and years. Well, he tried to fulfill the pro prophecy, he called it, of Crystal's birth by using a sperm bank, but the sperm bank rejected him. Yeah. He said he was a lesbian trans woman. I'm a female soul trans woman and a lesbian. And they were like, nah, you're not getting any sperm from us. Yeah. But what was the deal with this? Did he actually Then he do just tried to freeze it himself in his Tupperware. Oh, yeah. that This yeah. is amazing. Mm. So <laughs> he wrote, I guess... Uh, he turned his first Sona, Chris mm. Chan Sonichu, into a lesbian trans woman. Mm. And then he wrote about a fantasy mm. in which Chris Chan mm. Sonichu impregnated himself with his own semen to produce two children. Right. And then he was rejected as, mm. a, as a sperm donor. He tried to do his own mm. DIY method to, prefer, uh, to preserve his semen. Um, so he collected all this, these sperm samples and put them in Tupperware containers in his kitchen's freezer. Could you imagine what his mom thought about this? Or are they just like, oh, Chris? Yeah, the, the, his parents are pretty old. I think his dad was dead by that point. But they're, you know, they're just kind of like, I mean, they live in a house that was, it's like a hoarder's house oh, that God. actually burned down because he like brought a, a fucking, you know, um, power cable like over a fucking, through another room so he could like, play Nintendo on the toilet or some shit and it ended up burning down his entire like toy collection in his house and whatever. But she uh, she officially filed for a name change in 2016, Christine Weston Chandler. Oh, when yeah, he yeah. actually became... so we The name wasn't even Christian originally. It was Christopher and it was like when he was a kid it was like there was an animatronic bear at the mall named Leonard Bearstein who thought his name was Christian so he legally changed his name to Christian because an animatronic bear <laughs> told him to, okay? So he got his taint pierced, his perineum pierced. Yeah, his imaginary vagina here. She, uh, or she at this point. And uh, then started, I, I don't know, listening to binaural beats or something and getting a lot of weird delusions. Uh, yeah, I saw that. What, what exactly is binaural beats? It's some kind of weird like hypnotic what well, says here, it's a video meant to hypnotize someone until their penis turns into a vagina. That's actually not what it is. That's what they're being... <laughs> How does this Anything work? Anything in the wiki only this? applies to him. It doesn't apply to the outside world. I know it's like a thing people used to meditate. Oh, okay. It's like weird beats that like do some shit. You put on your headphones and you close your eyes and you sit on a pillow and it's a whole thing. But if yeah. you have mild autism and you listen then, to it, then you think your penis is going to turn into a vagina? Then you think you're... Perineum piercing is a clit, and you think that the the labia is just behind the skin, just waiting to come out, just waiting to come out. Oh, okay. And it's actually what's actually waiting to come out is the fucking huge infection from your 
uh, your pierced perineum. You know, a subdermal vagina. Yes, that's actually what is going on. Well, (sighs) he thought, Mm. or she thought, that Mm. she was growing a vagina and Mm. showed off her possibly infected taint gash on Facebook as Mm. her new vagina. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, which is weird because there's a lot of people that troll this person, make fun of this person, ridicule mm-hmm. them, and, and mock them. But there's also like quite a, quite a few people who actually are supporters and yes. fans, like yeah. honest, you know, literal fans. Mm-hmm. And so they convinced uh, her to go to the ER and get it checked out, mm. you know, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but she did, you know, unlike, obviously that was a, an infected taint piercing, which I don't even understand how you, who would paint, who would pierce your taint? Did they do that? I didn't know they did that. I didn't I know they did that didn't either. Know they I mean, did that. Yeah. And did, did he go so. somewhere or did he do it himself? Um, that I don't know. Because um, I would do. I didn't know they did that, and it seems like a bad. <laughs> it seems like a bad idea for many, many, many reasons. You know. So, you know but he did a few things yeah. to mm. uh, try to become a woman. Mm. Uh, one, he uh, saw a psychologist over this gender transition. He grew out his hair, changed his clothes, shaved his eyebrows, started using menstrual pads mm. yeah uh pierce his taint let it got, get inflamed uh he requests his fans to fund a prosthetic vagina yeah he wore a vibrating bra he started taking estrogel without physician approval yeah a lot of hormone stuff without any yeah like, consulting of a doctor and yeah and subliminal frequency hypnosis which is the binaural beats mm. uh, breast massages he cut open his taint <sighs> with a knife to try to extract the mm. vagina, let mm. it come through. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. Went on hormone replacement therapy. And this is the other thing. Eating prunes and putting soy sauce on everything. Do you read that? Um, I didn't read that, but that makes sense, I guess. Uh, soy I sauce has a lot like of estrogen. <laughs> soy, oh. soy has a lot of estrogen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, soy sauce has estrogen. So he thought that if he put that on himself, he'd turn into a woman. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So so Chris Chan, I mean this guy, mm. this I mean this guy is like full on nutter. Mm. Um, but his life is just documented, like so thoroughly on the internet. And that recently what's got banned from BronyCon. Oh yeah, I'm not surprised so. he's a Brony. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you get banned from uh, BronyCon for? I don't know. I'm not probably like attacking people or yelling <laughs> at people or you know, throwing some kind of a fit probably. My guess. That's my guess. But um, I was reading here that uh, yeah, uh, he and his mother went to court involving a class five felony charge, failing to stop after an accident where the damage exceeded one thousand dollars in value. Um, I guess his mom was preventing the police from arresting Christine. Must have mm. been from one of the assaults. Yes. Uh, they did a plea bargain and got a community service. Uh, apparently, now he's been welcomed into the LGBT community. Oh. So uh, I didn't I mean, know they had an official welcome wagon. I, got, but, I think oh, I don't know if they wow. rejected him or something. Mm. Well, uh, but, I'm soon he'll he'll remedy that soon. You know, I mean he he's mm. living as a bisexual trans woman. He announced right. he, he's bisexual rather than lesbian now, which is weird because he's forever been homophobic. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh, he attends LGBT mm. events. Mm. So I mean, I guess that's what he that's what he does now. Mm. <laughs> And mm-hmm. uh, he's on Medicare, so we pay for all this. Yeah. So just, just to make you know. Have you heard you know the, the, did you, did you watch the fucking theme song to the fucking cartoon about Sonichu? I don't know if I saw that. Mm. It's, yeah, but, 
The, yeah, I do. The, the The actual animated series is pretty bad. I couldn't really watch it, but the theme song's kind of funny. Fucking Christian Mr. Chandler is the mayor of Quickville. He's got a lot of things. The town he, fake town he lives in is Quickville. Mary Lee Walsh, if you recall, is the villain woman yeah. in the community college. Yeah. Yeah. Who wrote this song? Not bad, actually. It's kind of like a Bleak 182 song. This kind of sounds like pop punk, like some 41 or something. Yeah. And if you see him sitting at a table, well, you better leave his side. Wow. Silent Joe! Well, maybe now uh, mm-hmm. you can watch some Chris Chan with your auto blow AI. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could just per- just permanently implant, you know, instill trauma in my brain. Yeah. Uh, People's episode mm. 704 here is sick and wrong. Uh, we have some news stories coming up next. We have some phone calls a little later in the show. Uh, but first, uh, here's a word about our Patreon page. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, it's Stephen again. Just calling from Evan through a miracle of cybernetic processes. Just to say, thanks for creating your Patreon page. I love to kick back and smoke a fat one with my boy called Sagan. While we listen to the extra phone calls and stories we get all the time. Anyway, talk soon. Love you. Bye. So the first story we have here has to do with a spree Mm. stabber. Mm. But the best thing about this is the names of uh, well the com- the business where the stabbing occurred, as well as the uh, police chief has a great name too. Um, Dyke Industries stabber enters not guilty plea. Hmm. Dyke Industries, that's where this guy worked. Okay, yeah, that's where strap-ons are manufactured yeah. <laughs> and dental dance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like D Y K E hmm. Industries. If your last name was Dyke, which I'm sure this guy's last name is Dyke, would you call it something else? Everybody gets a Subaru company car at Dyke Industries. <laughs> Dyke Industries. <laughs> I just don't, why would you just call it something else? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. what do they do? They actually, they make uh, building materials. Call it mm. like building materials industries or With something. the boy who put his finger in the dike. <laughs> you know, in you build dike. a dike well enough, you won't have to have a boy put a finger in it. There That's you true. go. There you go. Boom. Dyke Industries. Yeah. Uh, so in the arrest report here, uh, released this past Wednesday, investigators wrote that Antoine Brown rode to work with a co-worker who said uh, he was in good spirits before they arrived to work. Um, but when they got to work, Brown noticed his supervisor speaking to another supervisor in a coded manner about firing him, or at least that's what he thought, uh, when uh, he uh, confronted the manager. So I don't know what kind of coded manner. I don't know if they're speaking in pig Latin or something. I don't no. know what they're speaking. But this guy was like, they're speaking in code about me. You know who speaks in pig Latin? Who? Pig men. Pig men? Yeah. I, I can see that. From Latin that's, America. That's, <laughs> that yeah. is, uh, that mm-hmm. is their language. Yeah. Uh, the confrontation escalated between Brown and his manager when Brown started, and I don't get this, indexing his pocket. What does that mean? Brown indexed his pocket. 
like start reaching into his pocket with his index finger i I guess Mm -hmm. oh maybe that's what he was doing like a gun in the pocket oh like trying to do a hold up that's weird i don't know but it says he indexed Mm -hmm. his pocket according to investigators Mm -hmm. the witness uh, who is the manager? Or you, or you'd be like, all right, so here's some uh, lint. I got some lint here. I got some change. I oh, got so a maybe paper that's clip. what he's indexing what's in I've there. Got a chapstick. It's like yeah. he's shuffling around trying mm. to find something. Well, mm. this alarmed the manager, who was afraid that he was trying to retrieve a weapon. Mm. So he armed himself with a piece of wood. I don't know if it was a stake. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if he thinks mm. this guy's a vampire. Yeah. But he was going to stake the. He was going to stake the fool. <laughs> um, the supervisor mm. then told Brown. Clock out, go home now. Mm. So Brown clocked out, mm. and then he asked to use the office phone before leaving the business, but he was like, no, you can't. You can't Let's use see, it. I have uh, some blood in my pocket <laughs> here. I got the chapstick. I have this uh, Sonichu keychain. I love it. Well, you know you have a problem mm. employee when uh, you have to arm yourself with a wooden stake. Yeah. You know, it's like yes. there's an issue there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe send him to HR. Well, mm. he sent him home. Mm. And uh, they wouldn't let him use the phone either. So then Brown walked across the street from Dyke Industries and he called his pastor begging for forgiveness and asking him to pray for him. Mm. Uh, The pastor was rather concerned Mm. by the conversation and immediately called the police. You know, it is kind of weird when, uh, like I was thinking about this, the rabbi had like maybe a handful of congregants, I'd say like four or five Mm -hmm. that had the personal line that would call him just to ask him. And my father would get, it was almost like uh, Ned Flanders and Reverend Lovejoy. My dad would be like, ugh, Mm. can you just tell him I'm not here? Mm. You know, we didn't have caller ID, but I would sometimes answer the Mm. phone and be like, oh, it's Mr. Blah, blah, blah. And my Mm. dad would be like, oh, tell him I'm not here. (laughs) Just like, because the guy just Mm. wanted his advice about everything. Mm. I think some people need that. But it's like, he also should probably go to a therapist. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But this guy, the, the, this guy here, Antoine Brown, called his pastor, and he said that, uh, this is the best part, he said, uh, he told his pastor that his pastor stole his ability to sing, and that he has a gift which allows him to see deep into a person's soul. Mm. And he said his pastor stole his ability to sing because his pastor's soul is evil. So the pastor called the police. I didn't know pastors could do that. I, mermaids can do that. Steal a soul or steal, they can the ability steal your to ability sing. to sing. Uh, this pastor mm. is a demon. Okay. Who stole his ability mm. to sing? After the phone call. No, is this the guy with the stake or the guy with the finger index? No, this is the guy. So this is yeah. the guy who worked there, Anton Brown, who's yeah. indexing his okay, shuffling around okay. his pocket All looking right. for something. And so the manager armed mm. himself with the stake. Like a wooden a piece of wood Great. because he was nervous. Okay. So then the guy walks across the street, calls his pastor, says that his pastor stole his ability to sing because mm. he's a demon. And he went right back across the street into Dyke Industries. And this is what he, in his own words, he told investigators, I entered the dark place. I wigged out and just began stabbing everyone. Hmm. He entered the dark place, which hmm. I thought was a little bit different in the context <laughs> of the movie Get Out, but hey. Yeah. Um, Brown told us he was able to see demons in the people he stabbed. It's kind of like they live. Oh, like he yeah. puts on his cuckoo banana sunglasses and right. just sees demons. And he just starts stabbing everybody. And he described in detail, clear detail, about how some of the victims uh, he attacked fought back ineffectively because they were scared. Right. I mean, a big black guy just running in stabbing people with a pocket knife. Right. Um, he said that the first victim there, and this is the worst. I feel so bad for this guy, this hapless guy. 
he's there for a job interview. <laughs> and he's sitting there waiting in the lobby. And uh, Brown walks in, and the guy gets up. He's like, oh, hi, are you the manager? I'm so-and-so. And he just gets stabbed in the face. <laughs> Dear, I feel Does so this bad. Mean I for don't this guy. get the job, <laughs> but it's like, okay, you, mm. you're sitting there waiting for your interview, mm. and then this guy walks in with crazy mm. eyes, holding mm. a pocket knife, and you're just like, oh, are you mm. the manager for the interview? Stab, yeah, you know, I feel bad for the guy. The second victim, can you please get my eyeball? It's rolling away. <laughs> no. I mean, I hope the guy gets the job after this, yeah. Uh, the second mm-hmm. victim said he confronted Brown when he saw the attack outside the business. And he told him to leave. Brown didn't, and he just started stabbing that guy. Hmm. I, don't, I don't think I would confront him at that point. No. Yeah. No. I mean, maybe I'd spray him with a fire extinguisher, but right. I definitely wouldn't confront him. Still uh, a bad idea. Yeah, so I would yeah. just go leave. I'd mm-hmm. get in my car, actually. No. I would go get in my car and lock the doors. Yeah. A third victim heard the attack and tried to help the second victim. Hmm. But then he was stabbed multiple times by Brown in the process. That's what so, happens. Uh, yeah. Do you do you have? I was thinking about this in my my office now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just they just instated this uh, system that uh, is an emergency response system. Okay. So it's like you're supposed to, if an incident's occurring, everybody gets a text saying like, "Hide under your desk. There's an active shooter." Yeah. Like, do you have something like that? At your there, there is a system, and it's like you're in the this cute cartoon character group oh you know it's, it's then, retarded yeah but have you guys like done drills or prepared yourself no, I, for this luckily i've never had to do that i've never done that either yeah, yeah, like yeah. they say mm. i mean we've done fire drills in the building but mm. they say that if there's an active shooter or an earthquake or something we get alerts on mm. our phone and then we're supposed to just go do something i don't know mm. what we're supposed to do if what are you supposed to shooter. do you don't even I, know I'm assuming hide under your desk and arm yourself with a stapler. I don't know. What What do you do? Yeah. Like, I assume, yeah. Like, you arm yourself with anything you can and then just mm. kind of hide. But I've never been in that situation. I actually would love to be in that situation. Yeah. Just be. if something mm. interesting happened at work. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you get the rest of the week off. I mean, mm. provided that you survive, mm-hmm. you probably get the rest of the week off. <laughs> yes. You know, they're yeah. not going to make you come back to work the next day. No, they're not. I'm sure it would be paid. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Um, so another employee who told police that he was actually close friends with the attacker, heard the attack, went to help. Um, when, he, when he arrived, he saw one of the victims hit Brown with a piece of molding. So I guess this guy actually fought back uh, before being stabbed again. The employee then tried to separate Brown from the victim, but then he was stabbed too. Another mm. victim uh, heard the attacks, called 911, and when Brown approached them armed with a knife... The victim started begging him for his life. He was like, mm. please, I don't want to die. And he goes, I'll spare you this time. Oh. And then he walked out. But then this is what's kind of interesting. Um, so the police. Because the police, if he was saying that, that means like the, what the guy was actually seeing was a demon go, being like, I'm going to skull fuck your grandmother in hell. You know, so <laughs> I guess I'll, I don't I'll like my grandmother anyway. Time. I'll spare you. You know? Well, this is great because the police report mm. here states that one of the people called 911 described Brown as a bearded man clad in a Florida gator shirt just stabbing everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was fine because the cops came and they found him right. like 10 minutes away from the scene of the first stabbing. <laughs> but the police chief's name is yeah. great. Police Chief mm. Steve Outlaw. Chief Outlaw. 
which just seems to be like a weird name for a police chief. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. Yeah. The fuck? Uh, this article's full of great names. Mm. Dyke Industries, Chief yeah. Outlaw. Mm. But Chief Outlaw says, uh, as Brown, the attacker, was leaving, several employees armed themselves with whatever they could, sticks, building materials, anything, and they surrounded him to mm. try to keep him from escaping. Mm. As some of them were like, beating him. It's almost like full mob justice at that point. Wow. Mm. Which I was thinking about that. Like, I would... You know, if that happened, like if I was in an office and like there are a lot of coworkers I'm, you know, don't particularly like very much. Mm. But if one of them like started wigging out and stabbing people, that's your opportunity to like stapler whip them in the face or something. Yes. I would probably try to get a whole group of people like, let's just beat down this guy. Like full on mob justice because we hate him. Fucking Mark from accounting piece of shit. Yeah. Well, fucking approving my fucking purchase request. (laughs) Fuck you. Well, I'd be like, here, take this hole puncher. I've got this broom, you know, <laughs> Just he's got a knife. I need like supplies. a six foot. I would want a birth. broom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. would be so, good. Fire go. extinguisher. I think would be good. Mm. Like fire. If you had the broom, I had the fire extinguisher. I could mm. spray him. You hit him. Right. And that stab him through the heart with a wooden stake. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my best, the best part about it. So chief mm. outlaw says, please don't believe the incident was at all related to nine 11 even though it happened on 9-11. Because uh, I think because Great, Brown you. wasn't yelling like, never yeah. forget, while yeah. he was stabbing people. But he says, you can't help mm. but wonder, on the first flush when you hear that, is this related to the anniversary of 9-11? You can't help but wonder. It's a very, very sad occasion. But fortunately, from what we what, can did tell... Did he do this in between toilet flushes or something? <laughs> I don't know why he says on the yeah. first flush. <laughs> okay. I think he meant upon the yeah. first examination. He says okay. the mm. chief outlaw says on the first mm. flush, everything's a toilet analogy with outlaw. Yeah, yeah. Chief outlaw here. <laughs> but he says, from, from what he can tell, there's no relationship to the anniversary. Uh, so Brown's facing five counts of attempted first-degree murder and one count of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Apparently, Brown has a lengthy criminal history, which amazes me that he still was employed at Dyke Industries. Right. Uh, drug dealing, grand theft, assault. Uh, he was recently released from prison July 2009. Um, according to the company's website, Dyke Industries operates as a distribution outlet for building materials. I think they build strap-ons and dental dams. Um, and the stabbing suspect here had been working there for about three and a half months mm. before he just wigged out and started stabbing the demons. Mm. So I think uh, what they need to do is Dyke Industries needs to uh, reevaluate their employee vetting process. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Stabbing the demons. Are you you allowed to, uh, I mean, do they typically hire ex-cons? Because isn't there like when you apply, you have to say if you've been convicted of a felony? Yeah, yeah. But do they get like a tax break if you hire an ex-con? I don't know. I don't think so. I think there are charities that give you some kind of thing sometimes. For doing it. But I mean, if you're a man. Was this guy an ex-com? Yeah. I mean, lengthy criminal history. Grand Theft Auto, assault with a deadly weapon. Okay. There's several felonies. Like, would you hire this guy? I think some places are like, you know what? We don't want to do this background check. Let's just say we do it. it And then It's like one of those things where your surveillance cameras don't actually work. You know, <laughs> it's just like, eh, it'll hopefully, you know, yeah. yeah, it's just episode like reruns of mama's family. Right. It's playing on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, when I was in San Francisco, I saw this trans, I don't know if it's a trans, I think it's just trans person that mm. looked just like mama for mama's family hmm. right outside my brother's apartment. That's great. Uh, I'll, I'll show you a picture later, but it's pretty funny. Were you tempted to 
say something about it and then you're like uh, you know so I, that kind of thing happens to me a lot and it's like they probably wouldn't like to hear that i hated that show yeah i really hated that show i My, didn't really understand it i never understood it either yeah. was it carol burnett it was carol burnett was she mama she was mama okay I, I it was just, one of those things like she did a sketch once and then they're like let's make this a show I you just know. never, I never mm. liked it. I never understood it mm. as a kid. Maybe it was like over my head or something. Because mm. you know how like back then there were certain adult sitcoms, like Cheers was an adult sitcom. Right. But I like Cheers. I like Cheers yeah, too. That, that, yeah, I thought that one was funny. But but mm. yeah, Mama's Family, I just, I don't know. Just couldn't get into that, that one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this guy was wearing like that straw hat and like the dress, floral dress, just like Mama. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do you have here yeah. for the second story? Wasn't there a comic strip that was kind of like that? Like about, uh, with, with like some idiot guy and his mother who looked kind of like Mama from Mama's Family. I don't Fuck, know. I don't remember what that was called. Garfield. That was shitty too. <laughs> um, see, Steel would know. Yeah, Steel would know. Um, all right, psychic who promised to lift curse gets prison time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Lift a curse. Psychic who promised to lift curse gets prison time. Forgot to say Randy Newman song. Um, no, it's just a little jingle for oh. um, auto auto mufflers. Oh, okay. yeah, right. uh-huh. that's good. So the woman was ordered to pay one point six million dollars in restitution and serve forty months in prison after defrauding a Houston medical student. Hmm. A medical student, no less. So wait, someone in med school was defrauded mm. by a psychic. That's right. I'm glad this person's not going to be a doctor. Well, I they, would never go to this they, person. They might. If I found out, yeah. if I found out, I'm going to remember this person, the victim's yeah. name. Is the victim's name listed in this story? No, it's not. Damn it. Yeah. So I do not want to go get surgery by a doctor who's defrauded by a psychic. Mm-hmm. That's right. It bother me. Um, so yeah, she was a 27 year old medical student in 2007, suffering from depression and going through hard times. When a self-proclaimed spiritual counselor approached her in a mall in Houston with the promise of supernatural help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do they do that? Do they just come over and like? I mean, I guess if a, yeah, I think they. I think they. A con yeah. artist can probably sense out people like with uh, suggestive, yeah, personalities. Jillian Jacobs and Rosie Perez in. God. Yeah. Psychic Hospital. Like it's. It sounds like they're, they're doing a sitcom here. But uh, the student looking for an answer agreed to a psychic reading. The purported psychic said her name was Jacqueline Miller and told the student that her mental problems stemmed from a curse <laughs> that had killed her mother. See, that's the thing. Mm. It's. I guess I've been. I've mm. you know walked around in malls and things like that and been like someone's like, oh, I'll give you a psychic reading. Why don't you just try it? Yeah. Or you can ask a psychic question. I remember it was in Chicago. We were walking up the street, and uh, they're like, "You can ask us like a question." And we like sat down there with the <laughs> with the gypsy, and mm. I was just like, "Well, I got this bad case of syphilis. I'm mm. wondering when that's going to clear up." And then she's mm. like, looking in the crystal ball, and she's like, "I see this clearing up in two mm. to three weeks." That's how you know it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually have syphilis. Okay. <laughs> Years you did, later, you thought you did though. She didn't even, yeah. Like I, mm-hmm. I said, she was like, do you have a psychic question? I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, bad case syphilis. I'm just going to clear up. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, I see you oh, getting I better in like two okay. weeks. So it's bullshit. Whereas yeah. this person obviously has a suggestive personality. Because right. like, it's a curse. Yeah. So the over a decade later, psychic was charged with three counts of wire fraud. Yeah. And wow, she pleaded so guilty years, to one of those. Ten years to cure the curse, to yeah. lift the curse. The uh, Miss Yuwana Witch... That's the psychic. The, uh, 
Sherry Tina Yuanowich. What the hell ethnicity is that? I don't know. And she, <laughs> met, she met with her several times a week. She claims it's gypsy. Oh, yeah. she's Roma. For years, uh, paid large sums of money for meditation materials, including crystals and candles, in order to lift her curse and protect your family. Wow. So, yeah. Crystals and candles, huh? That's right. That's the thing. I mean, you mm. see all over LA, you see mm. those psychic places. Have you ever been in any of those psychic places? Um, yeah, I've seen like, them. I've never been in them. There's this one in yeah. Norm. It's at Normandy, mm. right past Melrose. It's just some like mm. woman's house. Right. I'm assuming she's a gypsy. It's open late. It's open till midnight. I got a psychic reading once, but it was in the park. It was in Echo Park from a witch just from a witch mm-hmm. yeah. but th- that's the thing I'm very respectful to those people I've seen mm. the movie drag me to hell right I don't want to have the llama or what, what was it called what was that demon <laughs> the, the llama the llama I don't want the llama yeah. <laughs> coming yeah. after me yeah. Um, so yeah one well, way this, this gypsy lady's got to pay 1.6 million in restitution and serve 40 months in prison 40 that's months no in prison that's no fucking joke right there damn yeah uh, you you want to which claim she had God-given powers and could communicate with the spirit world. She said a witch in South America, where the student's family was from, had cursed the student's mother before she died. So the student uh, took out student loans, works, worked extra hours in a nightclub to pay for the removal of the curse. Oh, man. You want a witch second job. Demanded gift cards, clothing, and a leased automobile. <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna get this curse unless I get this Mercedes. She Benz. gave the psychic hundreds of thousands of dollars from an inheritance she received after her father's death. Wow. Yep. God, that's a con. This is the long con though. Ten years. The student paid over the course of seven years, the student paid between five hundred and fifty thousand dollars and one point five million dollars. Jesus Christ, just an utter lack of conscience, yeah. you know. So yeah, the in court papers the Yuanowich admitted the curse is a lie. Um, soon after the student learned the truth, she reached out to, hey, Bob Nygaard, how are you doing? A retired police officer and private investigator who specializes in psychic fraud. <laughs> Is it all hey, fraud, I- <laughs> psychic fraud? Like, all psychic um, activity fraud? Hey, I'm Bob Nygaard. You got a witch giving you trouble, I'll punch him in the face. What is I he, don't care. What, what is he, John Constantine or something? I think so, yeah. <laughs> like, gets out and just battles psychics. <laughs> Yeah, so um, the the FBI, I guess he t- put the FBI on it, um, and uh, he says, there is a pattern among these cases. They isolate the victim from fen- friends and family. They exacerbate already existing fears, usually related to love, money, or health. Um, so yeah, Nygaard does not believe in psychic abilities. Um but yeah, so that's that's what happened. Yuanowich claims she was born into gypsy culture and forced by her family into being a fortune teller who would contribute all funds to the gypsy family. The gypsy family. She also said that her gypsy husband would physically assault her if she did not swindle money for him. Wow. Mama used to the dance for the husband. money they throw. Uh, yeah. yeah, she can get the llama to come after you for sure. Yep, that's right. Uh, she told the student that they should write a book together, but the student would have to pay $30,000 to write it. <laughs> and that Yuanowich would repay the student once the book made $30 million in revenue. God, was this woman, mm. this this gypsy woman must mm. have been like, oh, I hit the lottery with this one. Yes. She's got this huge inheritance. Yeah. She's an idiot. Mm. Most gullible mark I've ever met. 
Well, I found Iwana Witch's um, Facebook page. Is she showing off the jewels no. that she got from this woman? No, but she's got a lot of like cuckoo banana posts. Oh. Like she, um, honestly tired of people saying gypsies are scum, tramps, and thieves. <laughs> well, I thought that's how the song That's went. what Cher said. But, yeah. And then if you go down like a couple, and then she's like, does nothing for years. She said, bye. I think this is like when she went to prison. I think she might be out of prison now. Hmm. She might have just gotten released from prison. Um, I'm not sure, but yeah. Uh, she said, I still, and these are just some random posts, right? And they're those weird, like, cryptic. Like recent posts? No, from 2017. Yeah. I still love you. Things that I can't say right now. God, I feel like there's no heaven without him. If I had my Twitter account right now, I'd say how I'm feeling. I lost my Twitter account. <laughs> So long, so hurt, so bored. But bored is spelled B O A R D. Do wait? Do gypsies believe in like the Judeo-Christian God, or do they worship the old gods? I don't think she's a real gypsy. Oh, okay. Because if she was, she'd call it Roma. She yeah, call like she'd Roma. She wouldn't yeah. say gypsy. Yeah. Yeah. Super depressing day. I wish I had a Q-tip right now. <laughs> I have never been so bored in my life. Again, bored is misspelled. I'm hungry. Message me if you're interested, lol. Hmm. So. I really wish they would have written a book together. Hey, Mark Zuckerberg, and that's so misspelled. If you give me a million dollars, I'll get all the gypsies to join Facebook. So. It's hmm. it's quite something. Yeah. Oh, and and, and, and the Keith de la Resistance. Uh, go do you, yo. I'm going to do me. <laughs> That's the name of the book. Yeah. Is she the queen of the gypsies or something? Yes, she's the queen of the gypsies. Queen of the gypsies. Yeah. Wow. So I wonder how that works with, with the gypsy families. Does the grandma teach you how to do cold reads? And then it just kind of gets passed down in the, the, uh, the, the, the matriarchal line or something? I assume so. So it's just like, this is how you find one. You want to find a white girl, mm. probably in her 30s. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That loves so, yo plays and uh, yeah, the movie Notting Hill, and then just like take them for all their money. That's right. Wow, mm -hmm. God, what a horrible woman. Mm -hmm. So how much? Wait, how much she get? Ten years or something? Um, she, she got forty months. Forty months. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that much. So wow, that's what happened. Wow, that's God. what happened, girl. There you yeah. go. Mm -mm. But you gotta admire the long con there. You do. I mean, she went for a long time. You do. Kept this this ruse up for a long time. So you gotta Sorry. admire the long con. Uh, people send your story to gmail.com. Uh, we have phone calls coming up next. Three two three five two two four zero three two is that number. Uh, but first, uh, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Uh. Spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. Oh, 
So we got a few phone calls to get to here. Uh, sick and wrong hotline calls. 323-522-4032 is the number for the sick and wrong hotline. It's um, hot. It is hot mm. on the hotline. Uh, this first call is from a is from a new female listener who actually I think has a bit of a crush on you there, Harrison. Okay. All right. Uh, so hi. Um, I've only been a listener for like the last three months, but I've pretty much gone through everything you have through um fucking. Whatever. She's Apple, maniacal. Mm-hmm. Or maniacal. She Never just went through before, 13 years of podcasting. Like, so anyway, first of all, Harrison, I think fucking rock. Actually, being Harrison, I fucking rock. But, um... Is Michaela trolling me? Okay, no, okay, she seems right. too articulate. Okay. Um, but I'm mm-hmm. amazed that this girl's like been listening for three and a half months and mm-hmm. went through the entire backlog. That is amazing. That is I, I think it's maniacal. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Watch out. You don't go to any psychics. Well, I really forgot where I was going with this, but if I had more money right now, I'd subscribe to Patreon. Totally. Oh, here's where I was going with this. Um, hanging out with this kind of partner of mine. His friends in northern Idaho, and they're super, oh, you're gay, every time they do anything to each other, but literally... He's gotten into a wrestling match with two of his guy friends and him. And All right, I'm a little confused. <laughs> I'm very confused. So wait, she's yeah. hanging out yeah. with this sort of partner of hers mm-hmm. who gets into gay wrestling matches with his friends. Yep. All right, and he lives in Idaho. Well, I thought she was saying, he was saying that she was gay or something. I was misinterpreting I'm, that. I'm not, okay. I'm a, it's unclear. Let's okay. see. All right. Then they just wander wrestling each other and then one ripped the butt part of his underwear off in the shape of a Batman. And I love you guys. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. And when I can afford it, I will afford Patreon. <laughs> Peace. Okay. So I like the guys voice. were wrestling. I like her voice. And he ripped the other guy's underwear off in the Batman logo. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna guess and say that the, the underwear had the Batman logo on it and it got ripped. Because oh. I don't think it's possible to actually rip a hole in the shape of in the, the bat, shape of the bat unless you're some kind of bat. you know magical or creature. Or you have some kind of like laser yeah. cutting tool yeah. or something. No. I don't know how you could do that. Yeah. But that's that's interesting. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's a weird weird thing, you know. Like guys, yeah. guys get drunk and they do weird things. Okay. I would I would like to know a little bit more about the nature of your relationship with this partner. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to know that. I'd like to know. Yeah. And was it Greco Roman wrestling? Yeah. What or kind of wrestling? <laughs> we want to know. Mm. All right. Uh, she calls back with a part two though. Okay. Hey, I called in earlier, but I'm even drunker now. And um, great. Mm. I just, I just want to say again, like, fuck everyone who hates on Harrison. That's right. Because <laughs> thank you, Miss. Thank you. I love that dirty kinky Jew to pieces. He makes my heart happy and validated in all the dirty shit that I'm into. So, 
Keep it going, Harrison, and fuck whoever fucking Nazi bitch ass cunt hole wants to say about you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That didn't come out right, but <laughs> fuck the haters. Mm -hmm. There it is. Love you. Keep it sleazy or easy or both. I'd like to know the dirty shit she's into. Yeah, it sounds that like she is into some dirty shit if, that's, if you're validating her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. God. I don't know. Also, yeah, in the in wrestling partners <laughs> and what kind of <laughs> Well, she's definitely into wrestling. Versus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. there, is it pro wrestling? Greco-Roman? Have you ever been uh, to one of those things where it's like, it's like a hipster wrestling thing and it's like in a warehouse and the they've all got crazy stuff. costumes and it's like kaiju battle bullshit and whatever that's what uh yeah. the wad does Did oh you see really? that email we we're talking about that i on, haven't looked on at Patreon. it mm. the wad mm. you know, the weird arab dude yeah. is in this like wrestling club where the mm. guys get together mm. and they have monikers and mm. outfits right but it's amateur mm. but it's like kind of amateur pro wrestling mm. very popular mm. very popular here um, you know, a uh, quick little aside, when I was in college, uh, a friend of mine was uh, really good friends with the ICP, mm. my friend Stefan. And so Stefan was like the dude that would pick up their props or sometimes wear a clown mask and walk around mm. machetes. So we went to a party one time at the mm. ICP guy, Shaggy guy, Shaggy Dope or something, I don't know. Shaggy 2 Dope. Shaggy 2 Dope. We went yes. to his house. Yeah. And it was in Gross Point and it was a really nice house. Mm. And then in the uh, basement, he had mm. a full professional wrestling ring and they mm. had their own little professional wrestling club. Mm. And they would all do different characters and they had Fago that they would spray on each other. Mm. It was one of the lamest things I've ever seen. I would say it's almost worse than their music. Wait, what was what was lame? This the... stupid gay wrestling club that they did. Oh, it was I like see. all pro wrestling and they mm. had their own like little outfits and stuff. Didn't they briefly wrestle in the WWE or my misremembering shit? They were terrible. The, the, the Misfits the, did too. The I misfits think. never wrestled in the Am I crazy? I thought they did. Like the, Well not Danzig Misfits. Not Danzig, but the no, because they got for a long time they couldn't play their music. So so they went into pro wrestling? Yeah, because they were huge. I, I don't know. With Jerry Brannigan, only. tell me if I'm wrong. Brannigan's on. I don't know. You know? I mean, Doyle looks like he could be a pro Am I crazy? Did, did either of these bands, or did I imagine this? All I know I is mean, I once, in a, in a ring, I, most, I once wrestled a woman, a girl dressed up like a cactus. <laughs> and I didn't what really know. What was her wrestling name? Do. I don't know. It was just a the fucking... The big cactus Yeah, chick. something. <laughs> but, did you uh, win? I don't know, because I'm like, I don't know how to do this or so i think i just like picked her up or something put her down because i'm like i don't want to you didn't I, do like a full-on suplex no i, I don't know like, <laughs> i don't know how to do that yeah i thought it was gonna be yeah i don't want to like fucking a hurt pile a, driver i don't want to hurt a cactus <laughs> you know jesus that's right okay the misfits were in the wcw with vampiro in 2000 in the year 2000 oh wow yeah so but which boom. which misfits like which characters like and uh, in wwf in 1998 apparently um like doyle or Look, Jerry I only? I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. I'll have to find out. Not Bobby um, Steele, surely. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, okay. uh, we have... Uh, mm. Remember that guy Merlin who called in a few times? Sure. I love, love this Mer guy's call. He's the dabber, right? Isn't he? Yeah, I think he's a dabber. The phantom dabber. He, de he definitely is a dabbler mm. in illegal drugs. So here mm. he calls in with a acid mm. trip story. Dean Harrison, it is I, Merlin. Uh, your LSD rampage story reminded me of a really funny acid trip... Um, 
might be over three minutes, so this might be a two-parter. But, uh, so yeah, I'm hanging out with, uh, it was me, two other dudes, and then uh, later on in the evening, my roommate came home and ate some acid with us. So we were all on acid. Uh, I, me and my roommate, we each had one hit, and then the other two guys that we were with, um, they each had two hits. And it was pretty strong acid. Um, but no one could have expected what, you know, the events that transpired. So... <laughs> Like nice I said, uh, me and the two other dudes, we ate this acid, and um, maybe, I don't know, 45 minutes later, my roommate got off work and got home. And, uh, Must have been kicking but, in. You know, we're already kind of feeling it. And uh, he, he worked at this burger joint, so we brought burgers home for everybody. And uh, this was the first sign that things were going wrong. Did you ever, did you ever eat on acid? Not I think I ate something once, but I usually didn't because I usually was not hungry. I remember my. I'm usually not hungry when I'm on. Yeah, same with me. I mean, I'll drink like orange juice or whatever, eat candy. I don't right. like his candy, but I remember my roommate made a bunch of spaghetti, mm. and I was like, "Why would you do that? Like, why would you even want to look at that on yeah, acid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like these moving yeah. snakes. It's yeah. like I'm not going to eat that. Yeah. But burgers, same deal. Like yeah. fucking carrion. Mm. I'd never be able to deal with that. But one of the dudes, uh, his name was Prince. And uh, Prince, my buddy, my roommate, he uh, asked him if he wants a burger, and the dude goes, "Oh no, thanks, man. I had way too much acid." So everyone starts laughing. You know, we thought that he had just cracked a really funny joke, and we looked over, and he's not laughing at all. His eyes are just wide as fuck, and he was being dead serious. <laughs> so, you know, the night progresses, and uh, he's kind of just like freaking out, like running in and out of the bathroom. And uh, at one point, I like packed up like it had to have been like a gram of weed into the bong you know assuming that i was gonna split it with everybody and this dude fucking killed it all one rip it was inhuman and uh everything's kind of chill uh besides this dude got freaking out and we're listening to this record um i don't know if you guys are familiar with electric wizard but the record called by fanatics fucking awesome to trip to acid to i i guess if you're you know uh, I don't know, able to trip and enjoy music. Like this dude was not able to. Uh, at one point, the record stopped, and you know, you hear the click, and all of a sudden he stands up and is like, no, 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 I need it back on, I need it back on. So he like runs over to the record player, fucking scratches my record. So at this point, I like stand up and I'm like, all right, time to go outside, something like that. And uh, <laughs> so we're sitting on the porch smoking cigarettes, and this dude is doing like creepy shit. Like, he's like, sounding out the riffs that we were just listening to but like his body is as tense as could be and wow. he's like air guitaring but mm. it's like dude it was fucking creepy his eyes are wide as shit like staring at people like he's he told you not to turn the music off you know what do you oh expect oh my god you like, know this is a worst case scenario yeah. because he's probably tripping with somebody he doesn't know and the guy's named Prince mm. does he look like Prince mm. I would have put Prince on yeah um, but yeah what do you mm. do in that situation when someone's just wigging out I leave yeah, is that what you do? That's what I do. Mm, yeah. Unless it's a good friend of mine. Right. But if it's someone like this I didn't know, I would just take off. Right. Jaw and shit. And uh, uh, my buddy that brought him over, he was like, all right, I'm going to try to call your roommate and, uh, you know, see if we can get him to pick you up or something. And the kid <laughs> Prince starts, he starts saying like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. So he pulls out his phone and he's fucking around. And then all of a sudden uh, his friend's phone starts ringing and he's like, Prince, you're calling me. Mm. And the dude just starts laughing. Mm. Hey, it's Merlin again. Oh, it's part All right, two. So the dude, uh, he's laughing hysterically, and then he just stands up and throws his phone as hard as he could just into the neighborhood. And, it, <laughs> dude, it went like, 
he threw it pretty fucking far. Mm. So then um, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go inside. You guys should go look for his phone. And I find out from multiple people, like I had some friends that lived around the neighborhood. So all of this shit is confirmed. Uh, apparently, they are walking around looking for his phone. And the dude, he, at one point, he just starts sprinting and does like a front flip onto the hood of a car. <laughs> So then I guess, like, he, uh, someone, my buddy that lived in the neighborhood a couple houses down, like, he pulled into his parking spot, and Prince just, like, ran up and started beating on his window, like, screaming, like, I need my phone! Where's my phone? Did you see my phone? Where's my phone? Wow. So the dude's freaking out. He calls all of his roommates that are in the house, and apparently there's, like, ten people ready to beat the fuck out of this kid. <laughs> oh and, uh, I don't know, miraculously, his roommate showed up and just, like, picked him up and put him in his truck before he got the shit kicked out of him. While he was tripping harder than I've ever seen anyone trip before. But, to top it all off, at, like, I don't know, seven o'clock the next morning, you know, we're all in our afterglow and everything. My roommate goes out on the porch and I guess Prince and his roommate were uh, walking around looking for the phone in the neighborhood, and he walked up to my roommate and was like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about last night. really should have ate that cheeseburger. <laughs> so that's it. Hail Satan. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Love you guys. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, there's a couple lessons to be learned from this one. One, probably you don't want to trip on a lot of ass with people you don't know. Right, yeah. Uh, two, if if this happened to you, if you're hanging, you know, hanging out with somebody and you're kind of like acquaintance level friends with them, and they fucking lost their shit like that and mm. did all sorts of crazy, st I've heard crazier stuff. I, I was expecting mm. the guy to get naked and violent and like have to go to the hospital. Mm. But if that happened, would you be able to hang out with them again? Yeah, and you could just you know excuse their behavior. Yeah, I just feel like don't do you know hardcore hallucinogens with this person again. What if they scratch one of your irreplaceable records? I'd be mad. I'd be very mad. <laughs> yeah. Although that's not irreplaceable. But no, you know, no. But yeah. let's say it was one of your Jerry Rafferty records. That, uh, that's very replaceable. Yeah, I guess that yeah, is yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, right. I have some <laughs> records that are irreplaceable. You sold a lot of records. There. You could buy them very cheaply now. So, All yeah. right. I have some Velvet Underground records. That yeah, if those were yeah, scratched yeah. while we were listening to Acid yeah. by some Yahoo, mm. I'd be quite upset. Probably wouldn't hang out with them anymore. Mm. But yeah, I guess I would definitely would be like, lesson learned, mm. never tripping with you again. Right. Jesus. I just like, I was like, it's like, oh yeah, you want a burger? Nah, I've taken too much acid. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. and they look at him. He's just frowning. Yeah, he's all mm. tense. And yeah. His eyes are bulging. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. God, there's certain people like you just, mm. I don't know, just can't really handle the drugs. Mm. Although, you know, honestly, I, w I don't think I could handle acid now. I think I would like freak out or start crying, mm. thinking about my life. <laughs> something yeah yeah i just don't see how it'd be fun anymore but no i'd see all the corpses of the people you know i'd see the demons yeah, yeah, yeah. And just start stabbing yeah. that's what yeah. would happen all right well people call signal hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. uh we gotta end this show and move on with our lives that's um, right uh, we do appreciate all the people who support us on patreon hmm uh, yeah, people that sign up to become a Sick and Wrong patron and they go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong, we love you. We love you. We feel kinship with you, your yeah, family. That's right. That's what you are. And uh, to show our gratitude, we uh, give you extra shit. We yes. give you extra. It's almost like having an extra show. Mm. You know, we, right. give, uh, we do one full story. This week we did a story about a bunch of students who fed their teacher a semen crepe. Semen um, crepe, semen crepe. We Thank also you. do a bunch of phone calls, some right. extra phone calls. And then uh, yeah. we do our outtakes. Uh, this week, actually, uh, I kind of go into detail about the torture garden. 
uh, and uh, we were discussing because we 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 uh, recorded the outtakes yesterday actually, and we were discussing. I think I was discussing my concerns about going there, and that's when Harrison's mm. like, "I'm not doing it." Mm. Uh, but we go into detail about that. Yeah. I also kind of go into detail about the Iron Maiden show I saw in Sanford in uh, Oakland. Oh, yeah. uh, Bruce Dickinson apparently does not like marijuana, <laughs> hmm. and he mentioned that several times. Uh, and I also go into the story of uh, spending the day with my brother, um, going food shopping with him, which is quite the experience. And then also uh, checking out his PS4 Pro VR. It's one thing about my brother. He loves his technology. So go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Sign up today. We do appreciate it. Finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week, special dedication to Eddie Money. Mm. Died on Friday. Rest in peace there, Eddie right. Money. Yeah. Uh, were you ever a fan? No. Neither was I. Mm. Except I do like this song, Shaken. Okay. I do like this song, Shaken. That was the thing with Eddie Money. I don't understand. How was it, why was that guy popular? Um, I guess catchy tunes, sort of. Yeah, what was it? Two Tickets to Paradise. That's yeah. The, it was a catchy Take song. Take me home tonight. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I always like Shaken because the video mm. is great. He's okay. just driving in this like 70s car with mm. some hot chick. And he's like, shaking. But yeah, I never understood why that guy was popular. He wasn't a very like good looking guy or anything. But yet, you know, he had a bunch of hits in the 80s and people liked him. And apparently... He had a, uh, a like a, a reality show called uh, Real Money about the Money Family. Do you know about this? I did not know about that. Yeah, he had a uh, he had a show called The Money Family, or the real it's called Real Money, and it's about his family, the Money Family. And uh, I, I, on the show, he uh, he unveiled that he had cancer and yeah. he, he went to a doctor and it's funny because he looks like a really old man he's got like these gold chains and the doctor's like he's like tell me the truth doctor just give it to me cold <laughs> and he's just like oh you have cancer and then it's like talking about all this cancer you know the cancer issues but he had like esophageal cancer and it was yeah. like level four stage four so he's he's done but i was reading about him you know in 1981 well first of all over the course of his career this guy had 11 mm. top 30 hits on billboards hot 100 mm. uh, take me home tonight got him a grammy or a grammy nomination but in 81 1981 eddie money overdosed on fentanyl oh in 81 in 81 I didn't even think they had it then. I didn't wow. think so either. And oh. the incident left him with a badly damaged sciatic nerve, which he What's recounted. What's sciatic nerve? It's like in your okay. spinal cord. Yeah. But uh, he recounted mm. that in his hit 1982 album, No Control, mm. where Shaken's from. Um, I actually uh, have an Eddie Money story. Okay. Eddie Money uh, was from New York, so I'm a New York cop, but then he moved to the Bay Area, and that's mm. where he lived with his family. I think that's where he did most of his hits mm. in San Francisco. But there's a, a bar called the Mallard Club, which is in Berkeley. That's where uh, P-Town used to work. And my friend Big Jeff, we used to hang out there a lot when I first moved there. Mm. And I think it was like in 2001, Eddie Money was in the bar. Mm. And uh, P-Town was working. And Eddie Money was at the upstairs bar, just got trashed, just wasted. And he started becoming verbally abusive with customers and mm. saying like really sexist remarks to, to women that were around there. So P-Town cut him off and he just became irate. He's like, do you know who I am? You know who I fucking am? Yeah. And P-Town was just like, yeah, you gotta go. I know who you are. And he's just like, Eddie fucking money. Nobody yeah. cuts off Eddie money. Yeah. And then he fell off the bar stool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the whole time that That's they were taking good. him out, yeah. he was just like, I'm Eddie Money. Yeah. And like people were like, yeah, great, Eddie Money. Uh -huh. Apparently that was a, a common thing. 
for him to come in there. But anyway, mm. rest in peace, Eddie Money. Uh, you know, you had a lot of good hits that people enjoyed. I'm sure a lot of I'm sure a lot of children were conceived to the song Two Tickets to Paradise. Mm. But we're gonna end the we're gonna end the show here with Shaken, mm. one of my favorite Eddie Money songs. People will be back next week with episode seven oh five. Until then, take it sleazy. $100,000. Just wanted to make sure that that was known to all. Lance wants to toss Jeffrey's salad and for $100,000 without a tongue condom. Have a nice night. <laughs>